What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 149 of the Rocket Punchcast. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Cameron, here, joined by Will. You're Will, right? Sure. Because that's, that's what the banner says at the bottom of the screen. I think that's, that's how we do this here. Um, no, guys, this isn't Will. Um, hopefully, if you've listened to the show, you're a regular. You know who this is. This is Tyler, a.k.a. General Palace, one of our awesome local streamers here in Huntsville. Um, Tyler, how are you doing? Pretty good. How about yourself? I'm glad I'm having a four. <laughs> I'm glad that it's a holiday week. Yeah. Weekend. Um, happy Labor Day to everybody who's out there listening and watching. I so to, to to break it down for you and everybody else how my last week went. I had so two weeks ago I went out of town. Everybody knows that. So I came back and then my cowork all my coworkers basically went out of town. My yeah. boss and my other coworker went out of town. And my office manager went down to Florida. Probably not the best time to do that. I think she's in the panhandle, though. I think it's, it's uh, you know, I, I'm wishing the best to everybody out there who's being affected by Hurricane Dorian. But um, I think that she is in the panhandle area somewhere, like Panama City or Destin. You hope? Um, yeah, I hope. But I was basically the only one at the office for the entire week. And that's apparently the week that everyone and their mom decided, hey, let's go ask Textron for some stuff so i got to look i got to deal with all that fun stuff there um so it was somewhat of a busy week but not too bad so, sounds um, like my week before week before we talked about that we did we did yeah. have a conversation about that mind if i huh mind if I? please so my week before was similar um i'm a developer and i'm a junior dev um we had three senior devs on the project one of them it was put on a different project because he was his multiple projects, he works. Okay. So he was pulling that project for the week. So mm-hmm. I didn't have access to him. So, so the team lead is on vacation. The other senior dev is out was out for having a kid. So that's, I was the most. See, that's not an excuse. That's not. Yeah, no, no, no. Bring the kid with you to work. <laughs> well, he's remote. <laughs> well, just put him right there on the side. That's even better. Look at that. So I was the most senior dev in the office that week. But that was fun. <laughs> But that was exciting, right? <laughs> well, I'm sorry about that. Hopefully, um, so you probably deserve this weekend too. So. Yeah. I feel like I know. Um, hopefully everybody else is um, having a good time and enjoying their holiday weekend here for Labor Day. Uh, Stig Inner in chat says, Will, you look suspiciously like General Dallas. <laughs> but he also waves, so it's okay. It's cool. Uh, better be put General Willis. <laughs> Oh, that'd be that'd be some. I, I feel like General Willis is like some weird evil, like arch, uh, like evil double ganger for General Palace. <laughs> there you go. Like if, you know how in like the old, <laughs> in the old like TV shows and cartoons when they wanted to signify if this was like your evil twin, you would get like this pencil thin mustache. Mm-hmm. That's it. Get like a pencil like <laughs> I'm General Willis <laughs> and go around like wreaking havoc some I don't know you, take that one okay take that one maybe use it at some point in time um hashtag General Willis in uh, Twitch chat guys uh, <laughs> but um we've got a bunch of things to talk about here in the Rocket Punch cast um as always thanks to General Palace for coming over and hanging out with us uh Will is actually speaking of Hurricane Dorian uh Will is actually taking care of his mother his mother came up from down there to um, kind of avoid the storm so that is the reason why he is not on 
uh, this evening. So, um, but let's get in the general illustrations <laughs> on Mixer. <laughs> uh, can we say his name in Twitch chat? Then is that like frowned upon? I don't know. We're going to say it anyway. Hashtag General Mixer or General Willis in chat. There you go. General Willis 2020. Fallen Monk has got it. He's got it. This show's already starting off great. <laughs> let's let's get into it, guys. If you did not know, this is the Rocket Punch cast where groups of friends from all around come to this table to talk about video games into microphones here. You guys can listen to the, um, each episode every Tuesday on your podcast service of choice. You can also listen to us live as we record the show each and every Sunday evening around 8.30 Central Standard Time over on twitch.tv slash rocketpunchlive. So if you want to be a part of the conversations, make sure you come on over, hang out with us on Twitch while we're recording the show. Just like everybody else in our Twitch chat. Hello, Twitch chat. How are you doing? Um, if you want to know more, guys, about what Rocket Punch is, what we do here, make sure you head over to rocketpunchgo.com. That is your one-stop shop for all things Rocket Punch. All of our videos, streams, podcasts, and more are going to be right there at your fingertips. If you're watching via Twitch, we would love and appreciate it if you um, threw us your free Twitch Prime sub. You'll be able to get access to the, all the flurry of emotes that we have available <laughs> now. Uh, thanks to guys like General Palace and everybody else in our community that's really been helping us out. Um, I have There's one more slot. I haven't put the new another one in yet. I have it. Okay. I just got to load it up. Although after we talked about the dabbing yeah. thing, I'm tempted, like, I might have to reach out and see if we can get a dabbing. Yes. Like a dabbing Rocky yes. emote as, like, the top tier one to end it. That might have to be it. Um, if you're listening via audio, guys, make sure you take a few minutes of your time to rate and review us on your audio service of choice. Um, you, some people may not realize how much that really, really helps us with our discoverability. And it also helps with us to help improve our show and the contents that we do here at Rocket Punch. So take a few minutes of your time, throw us a um, rate and review us. Let us know how we're doing. Um, good or bad, let us know. Cause that's the only way we're going to get better is if you tell us how to be better. So, um, if you guys want to be a part of our Rocket Punch community, make sure you head over to our discord channel. Um, if you're actually watching on Twitch, you can check the panel, the Discord button right there at the bottom of the screen. Um, also, we'll have it, uh, we'll throw it up in the Twitch chat for all the Twitchy Twitch peoples. Or, and I always forget about that. I gotta go look at the commands. I was in the middle of talking it. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go look at those commands because Bearded Bees being a boss and getting those taken care of for us here. And also, guys, um, this show, like all of the other shows and stuff that we produce here at Rocket Punch, is brought to you by our patrons over at patreon.com slash rocketpunch, uh, just like this guy right here. Um, so as we do in every piece of content we make, we always want to give a special shout out to our people that are supporting us at our highest tier over on Patreon and our, our Patreon producers. So a special thank you guys to uh, Chuck O'Brien, Jossie Moore, Sam Sugg, Jeremy Moses, Tyler Hughes, I'm scary. I'm gonna uh, Steven Sanders and Chris Scott. Thank you guys so much for continuing to support us here. We'll do whatever we can to keep making good, great content for you guys. Whew, okay, it's time I get the drink now. Okay, let me go ahead. Oh, uh, <laughs> introduce our. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. This is like this is Tyler's second time on the show. I'm gonna let him do some podcasting stuff here. Um, oh, geez. Do our do our game of the month and movie of the month here. Intro those for us. Here. Okay. Uh, this month, the month September, Rocket Punch's game of the month will be Borderlands Three. Yeah, it's I. We talked about this before the show. There are a lot of games coming out in September, and one could make a case that Gears Five 
could be the game of the month as well. But I think there's there's several could be game of the yeah, month. Yeah, but I, I think that Borderlands Three has been hotly anticipated. It, like people are foaming at the mouth waiting to get this game. Um, I don't. I, I couldn't see. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm excited for it. I don't know if I'm like jumping over the chair trying to get. Are you gonna get it? I will get it. Okay. Um, it just I never I wasn't on the Borderlands train when the first two came out. I didn't play the one of them, so I'm not on it at all. So, um, I'll, definitely check out some streams when it comes out. It's it's a yeah. great game. It's a cool game, especially if you like, um, loot shooter games like Destiny Two. Yeah. I've like got I've Anthem. got the old ones. I just never played them. Yeah. Um, they're very fun and just like you get all these weapons thrown at you and you like go around and the humor is very great and it's very fun but um, definitely it's it's worth a shot worth checking out and then uh, this month's movie of the month is uh, It Chapter 2 It okay <laughs> um, I will definitely do that uh, Bearded B in chat I see your message there um, have you watched I don't are you, are you a scary movie person okay you're not um, there are a couple of cool movies this month. Uh, there's a cool one that I could have put on this list. Um, 21 Bridges. I've heard it that. has, um, Chadwick Boseman in it. Okay. Uh, it's very cool story. I definitely check it out. There's a movie with John Travolta and I, I kid you not, if you know who this actor is, high five to you, Devin Sawa called the fanatic. It looks really good. It okay. looks very creepy, but really good. John Travolta plays some, um, like crazed fan who's out like goes on a murdering speed spree because of his um a fan because a guy he looks up to but um it chapter two was a cool movie i had been wanting to watch the first one for a while and then i finally got to watch it and it was really really good it's not as it's suspenseful i'm not gonna say that it's like horror scary it's just very creepy and suspenseful it's not like some b movie slasher flick where like blood spewing everywhere but it actually has, there's a nuance to the scaring the kids. By scary as I get is uh, scary movie and scream. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> I don't know, can you even count scary movie? I guess, <laughs> but you see what I'm saying. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. no. Yeah. I, 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 That's I about it you. for me. <laughs> a fallen Monk D20 in chat says, fallen, John Travolta in my 2019. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he still acts. He still does his thing there. He's got to make money. Um, but yeah, those are our game of the month and movie of the month there. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. for that um, Tyler for introducing that for us here now let's go through some events because there's actually a bunch of stuff we want to talk about and keep in people's minds here at Rocket Punch so that way um, I tweaked it a little bit here as far as for events guys we're going to go through some of the events that are going to be coming to you guys for the month of September from us and then also um, we'll give you a quick recap of any future events to kind of keep your guys's keeping your guys mind because I was telling Tyler like Starting now, since it's September, basically the rest of the year, we're full. Like, Will and I have some sizable event every month. It was like that last year, too. And that's usually how it ends until probably through February, because January is the end of the month. Um, but, yeah, I just thought about that. Yeah, <laughs> it's coming. Get, get hyped. Um, so, events here for September 2019. Um, in case anybody missed it last week... Uh, September 15th through the 22nd is going to be our community week. Um, I talked to Tyler about it um, before the show, but basically what community week is for us is it's not about us. It's about you guys. Um, All the creators and cool, awesome people 
uh, that make stuff, all the people that come and tune in and hang out with us in streams and chat, um, everybody who has supported us or continues to support us, whether you've been here since the beginning of Rocket Punch almost five years ago, or four, almost four years ago, and then, um, or if you're just new and you're tuning in for the first time, uh, that week is all about you guys. Um, we're going to have a bunch of cool stuff plan to do some streams kind of check out other people's content and like support other people in our community and other people that we're like very good friends with and have a lot of great um interactions with and kind of show off their work that's the big thing and the big push for community week there um better be asked the important question board game night is when the, whoa 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 we're jumping the gun here sir um will wasn't here so i can't i couldn't ask him today he he went to go take care of his mom so when I get Will in here, we can hash that out because that is our next um, meetup. Meet up. We're definitely going to do that. Maybe that October might be a good time for that. I'm, 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 I'm envisioning our schedule here. October might be a great time for that. It'll be cooler too. So. <laughs> okay. um, but um, September 15th through the 22nd is our community week, guys. Stay tuned for more information for that. You should be getting it this week because I actually have days off. So I can actually work on the stuff and actually hash all the details out uh, this week. Um, the community week is going to kick off with us actually not streaming that Sunday night. So September 15th, we won't be streaming. We're going to be over on um, um, the team over at the One More Games cast. Um, some really great friends of ours have uh, jumped in on our Extra Life streams a bunch. Actually played with um, uh, Adderolin, uh Dan. Uh, the other night we played some Overwatch. It was his first time playing Overwatch on PC, okay. and so we jumped in for a couple of games. We hung out, had a good time. It was a pretty, pretty good, um, fun time. But um, I still haven't played it. <laughs> Overwatch, we played it a little bit. I want to fix that, man. Let's, <laughs> at least try it. Because remember, I can't, I can't keep up with it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we, we, yeah, well, we'll try it out a little bit here, um, but. Uh, September 15th, we're actually going to be guests on the One More Game Cast podcast. Um, and I believe they stream around the same time we do on Sunday nights whenever they record an episode. So definitely stay tuned. We'll um, get all the information out there. Um, you can also follow at One More Game Cast um, on Twitter as well to find out when their schedule is. But we'll be on their show, kind of hanging out with them on the 15th. And then to end Community Week on September 22nd, uh, the team from One More Game Cast is actually going to be on the Rocket Punch Cast. There, they'll be joining us to talk and goof off and talk about games and stuff. So it'll be a whole lot of fun there um, as well. Also, um, September twenty second is um, the Rocket City Microthon. Um, as Willis talked about last week, we bring that up because we had um, we we've been in discussions to potentially be there to kind of help support that effort um get like a little space put in for us there we're still trying to work out the details on that but um we may not be going well i'm i'm, I'm sending some emails and correspondence to find out some last minute details to see if it's possible for us to go but even whether we go or don't go it is an exemplary effort and um charity that they're supporting there so definitely find out more information uh, mm -hmm. google rocket city microthon it is on september 22nd from 2 to 4 p.m definitely give them a, a shout out especially if you're in the um north alabama area on that day it'll be pretty cool water refresh mm. <laughs> loving it 
So those are really the main events we've got planned for you guys here for September. Um, not counting our content, of course, just the main events we're looking at here. Um, future events, just to keep, so you guys can keep in the review mirror here. Um, October 20th through the 24th is going to be our Halloween uh, streams. All of our scary, spooky, spooky games are going to be streamed that week. Um, October 27th through November 3rd is Extra Life 2019. I'm going to take a second to talk about this. Um <laughs> That that week is our extra life effort. We want to go ahead. September is the month that we really want to start talking to people that are are interested in helping to be a part of extra life for us. So if you want to be a part, um, if you're out there listening or watching and you want to be a part of our um, extra life efforts there, uh, definitely reach out to us on any Twitter message us on Twitter, Facebook. Hit us up on our um, email and contact page on our main webpage. If you're in our Discord channel, um, swing on over to our Discord channel and let us know. We'll put you in our Extra Life planning channel here. Um, but again, to give you guys the quick and dirty of what's going on, uh, we will get into more details on what Extra Life is going to look like this week. Um, but basically, October 27th through November 2nd, I think is that yes. that Sunday through Friday, is basically our we're going to start Extra Life there. Basically kind of promoting Extra Life across the board on all the streamers and content creators that are going to be a part of the team. We've got this really cool team-based competition that we're going to have. Okay. I'm pretty excited about it. <laughs> um, I, I have the details in my head. I just have to put them on our webpage so we can share those details out to you guys. But basically what it's going to be, whether you're streaming under the Rocket Punch team or if you have your own team you're um, streaming with, we're going to get you, if you want to be a part of the Rocket Punch events there, let us know. We're going to be featuring everybody's streams throughout the week on your normal streaming channels. And it's going to culminate to a huge 24-hour stream that Saturday on game day. Uh, with At least for us here at Rocket Punch, we're going to be streaming games, having fun, special guests, other people are going to be coming in. I think you, were you here that one time or you may not have? No. That was, that was like two or three years ago. It was really yeah. awesome. Um, so uh, stay tuned for that. But if you want to be a part of the Extra Life effort here at Rocket Punch, make sure you reach out to us, contact us. Um, be on the lookout for our social media as well. Uh, we'll give you guys more information on that um, as we basically this week because September is our recruiting month where we're going to start asking people to get get their schedule prepared for Extra Life. And then uh, November fifteenth to seventeenth is Dream Hack Atlanta. Um, Tyler and I will be there, yep. um, but uh, he's part of the team. We're going to be down in um, DreamHack Atlanta um, playing some games, goofing off there. So if you are going to be at DreamHack or at least in the Atlanta area, uh, definitely let us know. We might be able to hang out and goof off with you there. So be on the lookout for that. And then uh, December, we'll have some, um, I know there's going to be some holiday streams that we'll be doing as well as a birthday stream because it is Rocket Punch's birthday in December every year. So be on the lookout for those there. We're not going to talk about game of the year. That's a juggernaut in and of itself. We'll get to that. We'll, we'll get to that point when we at that time. But I will definitely say to tease some people there, there are going to be some changes coming to Game of the Year this year. And there, I think there's some really good changes, really positive changes. So get excited. Okay. Content. We've talked about events here. Let's jump into some of our content here for Rocket Punch. Um, Again, if you did not know, we've got some new support staff here at Rocket Punch. Um, Will and I are always the core of Rocket Punch, but we've also got some people kind of helping to keep us afloat and get a lot of smaller things taken care of for us. 
Um, so they are our support staff. Uh, make sure you give a special shout out to uh, Seth Turner. Um, he's a Rock Punch veteran here. Um, he is going to be our new designer here on the team, as well as uh, Chaz Samuel. He is going to be our composer here at Rocket Punch. So in any of, uh, probably um, in, over the next couple of months, any graphics that you guys see, um, any music that you guys hear are going to primarily be from those two guys there. Uh, they're really helping up to keep Rocket Punch at that gold standard. So definitely give them a round of applause and a shout out if you get a chance to see them. Um, Anime Book Club, episode number two is coming out this week. I've over halfway done editing one of the episodes. Um, I'm going to finish that off in the next day or two. So that ep is going to be coming to you guys there. Um, so be on the lookout for that. That should be an interesting um, one to talk about and discuss there. Pretty excited about that. Um, what else we got coming up? Uh, <laughs> Southern Geek. Let me talk about Southern Geek. So we had, um, I know last week we talked about Southern Geek episode 14. We got it recorded. Bells, bam, everything was done on it. Um, something bad happened. The episode ended up getting deleted. Oh, I, I'm pretty sure it got <laughs> deleted because I could not find it anywhere on my computer. I have no idea where it went. And so we lost the original episode 14 of Southern Geek. Okay. Um, so I'm planning to uh, get another one recorded so that way we have that available to you guys again this week because um, I don't want you guys to go too long without your geek, uh, geek fix. Uh, there at Southern Geek. So if you um, if you haven't if you don't know about Southern Geek, Southern Geek is our uh, geek culture podcast where we talk about movies, anime, TVs, tech, all the other stuff outside of gaming. There. So if you're interested in that, make sure you check out Southern Geek on your uh, podcast feeds. They're on the same ones as Rock Punchcast. Who's talking about stuff? Rubutu. <laughs> you, you see, Rubutu. You would think. It, it, I don't know. I don't know. I can't answer that question. Um, can, can you confirm the shout out there that that is Chaz? Yes, that is Chaz. Uh, T.W. Swordsman. That is him. 1,000%. 10 billion percent, however you want to say it. <laughs> I didn't know it, so I wasn't sure. Yeah, but um, expect a Southern Geek episode as well sometime this week, guys. Um, <clears throat> and also, be on the lookout, guys. Uh, new content schedule is coming out for um, fall 2019. Um, I've... This has been in the machinations before, but basically we, it is, it's part of actually pro tip for streamers, content creators, everybody out there. We know that having a consistent schedule on content helps a lot. Yes. With, um, you guys listening and consuming the content. That's why we do the rocket punch cast every Tuesday. That's why we have Southern geek every Wednesday. That's why we record it every Sunday. So you guys know, even without us posting online that, Hey, okay, I know when this is coming. I know when it's coming. Um, we I've I've gotten a schedule set up. We've streamlined a lot of um, basically focused on the content that we're going to be um, moving with going forward here at Rocket Punch um, for the fall 2019 block, as well as moving forward unless something else changes. Um, we get bigger, smaller, what have you. But um, be on the lookout. We'll have a new content schedule, so you guys will be able to look at that and see. Okay, I know when Rocket Punch is coming. I know when Southern Geek is coming. I know when new streams are coming. I know when videos are coming. Boom, boom, boom. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, that will be information will be passed out this week. Uh, September is a pretty big month. I want to get a lot of stuff um, set up for fall because uh, you know it's getting cooler. The leaves are changing colors and all sorts of crazy stuff there. Um, I'm going to bring this up here as well before we get into our Twitch schedule for the week because this is something that 
Tyler can talk to as well. Um, <laughs> I talked about this after I talked about this um, before we went live. Kind of the thinking behind this, but getting a little real here for a second. Um, Rocket Punch, us here, we're in Huntsville, Alabama, North Alabama. And kind of one of the driving messages and things we've wanted to do with Rocket Punch is um, moving forward to create that beacon of light, or if I say beacon of light, but like that beacon for geek and gaming content here in the Southeast United States. For, so not only people around here can consume that, but also all over the globe. And community is a big part of that. And one of the things we found out for years is like, where, where's this, you know, everything's felt like islands. Like we're over here, got some content creators over here in the same area. And there hasn't really been bridges or ways to connect them. Mm -hmm. um, so what we've done is that uh, Will and I have worked together. And one of the ways we're going to try and combat this and see how it works is that We've actually created, for all of our Reddit users out there, we actually have created a subreddit group. Um, it's called Southern Geeks. Um, we're going to post for all of our Twitch users that are tuning in. Okay, he's already posted in, in chat. <laughs> um, but Southern Geek, Southern Geeks is mo moderated by us here at Rocket Punch. Uh, we also got Tyler mm -hmm. as a mod as well on that team. But basically that subreddit, we're working and want, to, want it to be dedicated to geek gaming content, all sorts of stuff all sorts of geek content from the Southeast, from the Southern geeks. So whether it's from the North Alabama, all of Alabama, Tennessee, Mississippi, Georgia, Florida, you know, all this whole region, we want that to be a place for people to come and find all the cool geek stuff, all the gaming stuff that we have down here in the Southeast. Because we, I know me personally, I've seen way too many posts of people asking like, who are the streamers in Huntsville? Who are the streamers in Alabama? And mm -hmm. where where can I go to do this? Or what are some of the conventions in here? Um, it, where are some graphic designers and stuff like that? And Will and I, we're working and we want to create a resource for that because we believe that all we got to bring these people together. If we want to be awesome, not only for Rocket Punch, but for everyone, General Palace, Miss Hobo Slayer, um, Sniper Eye, all the streamers we know, Pinball Undesirables, Your Anthem, all those people to help all them grow. I think um, we want to have one place for all these people to check out the content, check out the resources, and see what's out there. Um, or even just to talk about random stuff in, geek, in the geek and gaming community there. So um, again, if you if you are a Reddit user, you want to jump over, head over to our Reddit. Um, join, make sure to join and subscribe there to our um, the Reddit that we're moderating there. Um, it is slash r slash southern geeks there um, check it out um be a part of the conversation help us grow this awesome community that is here we see it all the time we just want to find a way to open those doors for people to come together and share that passion that we have for geeking gaming stuff together any words you got on that nope just got everything um oop, well, i flipped a i flipped the switch and you had a challenge in chat a challenge okay i missed it because i'm my chat refreshed uh, it said, uh, no, Ruru said, I challenge you for the leader of Geekdom to the Trivia Dome. The Trivia Dome? Is there a Trivia Dome? Do we have that? Is that I'm scared. I'm, <laughs> about, I'm nervous. I don't know if I'm, I'm prepared for such responsibility. Um, <clears throat> let's go. Thank you, Bearded B, for a hand on that, please. 
why I love moderators. I don't have to do anything. You guys are fucking <laughs> awesome. Um, our Twitch schedule here, and then we'll actually get into content of the show here, guys. Um, I appreciate you guys hanging out with us and listening to Rocket Punch stuff because it is important to us. Um, Twitch schedule for the week here. This upcoming Tuesday, I will be actually streaming some Astral Chain. Um, I've got it on the game. We played it for like a hot minute before the stream started. Yep. Um, I'll be streaming that on Tuesday here. And then Friday, we'll actually be streaming some Gears 5 because I have um, the Ultimate Edition, the Ultimate right. Pass, yep. um, Game Pass, Ultimate Game Pass, Game Pass Ultimate, whatever, whatever the kids call it these days. <laughs> I have that, and that does give us um, four days access, early access to the game. So we'll be able to play on the release was Friday. No, the early access is Friday. The full release of the game is September 10th, which is Tuesday. Oh, okay. Well, um, I got the ultimate too, so I'll be playing it Friday. So, there you go. So we'll be playing Gears 5 on Friday, guys. So Tuesday and Friday, those are our stream days this week. Make sure you swing by, hang out with us. We'll have a good time, show you some cool games. That's it. That's all the that's all the top-level announcements. We got that out of the way. We got the, the boring stuff out of the way. Well, it's not boring, but it's cool stuff. We, 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 we This is our base that we can inform that to you guys about. But let's get into the... The, the, the nitty gritty of the episode here. Um, we're going into our table talk, guys. Uh, if you don't know, table talk is where we kind of sit down and talk about kind of our gaming experiences the past week, as well as um, the all the news items that you guys need to know about there. So uh, let's jump into it here. Tyler, what's been going on with you this week in the gaming realm? What have you been playing, looking at? A lot of Destiny. A lot of Destiny. <laughs> Talk about that. All right. Because like, I've been in there helping you out with a little bit of that Destiny yeah. action there. Yeah. So, um, probably about a week and a half ago, I picked up Destiny again. It was like, okay, let me let me finish the main story. Or oh, no, I already finished the main story with you. So yes, like, we did finish the main story. So, I was like, let mm-hmm. me finish. Let me start the expansions is what it was. Mm-hmm. So, I got in with J.W. Moses and we uh, uh, helped him get caught up to where I was and we went through... Uh, Curse of Osiris. Ooh, went, I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry was, we had to go through that. That was fun. I liked it. it. It was fun. It was... I remember being in that zeitgeist when it came out. It was very light on content. Like that... That, that you, That's true. I start, I streamed it at 3 o'clock on Sunday <laughs> and I finished it at like 10 o'clock on Sunday. Yeah, yeah like that, that... It was short. That realm of Mercury... <laughs> I can't say it. Mercury <laughs> was the only big, pl- and it's not even that big of an area. That was it. That was Mercury. Yeah, that's it. And other than, I heard noises. Was that on the computer? I don't know. Okay, that's bad. Other than, um, the cool thing about that, the Infinite Forest is cool. Especially yeah. when they made that, there was this event for Halloween that they have. Oh, really? Where it almost plays out like, I'm using this in very broad terms, but it almost plays out like Diablo, where okay. you go in, it's like this randomly, yeah, random dungeon, and you get gear at the end, but I digress. So, my favorite thing about that uh, expansion, actually, is your ghost says, when you first go into the forest, after he's himself again, mm-hmm. says, it says something to the extent of, this place is cool. Can we come back here when the world's not ending? <laughs> <laughs> like, right. Yes. It, they, the writing for Nolan North playing Ghost has always been... Yeah. Top tier. Top tier. So, uh, played uh, Osiris, uh, went on to Warmind. Um, that was interesting um, because I would already done some strikes for grinding the sol- solstice stuff before mm-hmm. uh, Before I realized that I wasn't going to, that was a lot more detailed than I thought it was going to be. 
And uh, so I'd already beat the end story, didn't realize it. <laughs> Warmind, Warmind was more fleshed out, it but was. it, I don't know, there was something missing. Yeah. There was a little special sauce that wasn't quite there for me. So, for me. Uh, I went through Warmind. The, the God thing was interesting. Fighting a God. Oh, uh, Zol. Zol, I think, yeah. The big worm? Yeah. That's dope. <laughs> That's the awesome. uh, the strike is, there's a strike version of that yep. mission. That's what I did. That's what I had done. I was like, well, is this something? No, I was like, as I'm going through the, the story, I'm like, oh, I've been through here. I know exactly where to go. <laughs> yeah. You also see, and it, it sucks that you see it because it, from a game design standpoint, it's not something you want your players to right. see. You, like, you could tell that basically they took a story mission and made it into a strike. Right, is, is exactly what it was. And it was like, it's kind of like, uh, like kind of recycling content. And I think that's fine if you check first if the player has already played that story mission. Yeah. In my case, I hadn't played it yet. So to me, it should have looked said, oh, not everybody in this group has played this yet. Let's get them a different strike, in my opinion. Well, I think the big thing, too, is that why have the story mission? Why don't you, you know, uh, World of Warcraft does it a lot with their quest lines where you'll get to a point where it's like, okay, in this region, this quest line is done. We've got to go kill the big bad guy that's going out to take over this region and destroy our community. Yep. And basically it tells you to go find the dungeon yep. to queue in to fight this boss. Like, I, the fact even so that it's matchmaking in Destiny 2, I think it would have been cool for them to say, okay, you got to fight Zol to take care of him, queue for strike. Instead of doing the story oh. mission and then having to do the strike again, instead of it feeling recycled, just push them into the strike. Yeah. You'll be queued in with two other people. You guys can run through it. Gotcha. Yeah. That'd be good. And then after that, finally got into some Forsaken, which that was some good content. Forsaken was good. Forsaken and was really awesome. Finished it today. Unfortunately, that was the only thing I did not finish on stream. But it's all right. You got most of it. Yeah, I got I got most of it, but I got other characters where I could easily go back and play the Forsaken rest of Forsaken mm -hmm. on stream. So mm -hmm. that's other characters are. So that's been most of my week and a half. What did you think about Forsaken? I liked it. The story was good. The ending really <laughs> blew my mind. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> no, I I get that. I hundred percent get that. Um, that it? Anything else? Uh, I've done a little bit of other things. Uh, I did some, uh, of course, my usual stuff. Uh, Skyrim or not. Tried to do some modding. I created a mod and crashed the software that makes stuff mods. Yeah, fine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Every time I go to save, it crashed. Oh, it's like, that's great. Uh, <laughs> Bearded B says he was definitely passed out while we were streaming when you were streaming destiny 2 the other day. oh that's fine <laughs> that was pretty late it was like 1 a.m yeah i was still going when i was in there um so, so that i i totally get that and then other than that it's just been uh minecraft pixelmon so pokemon mod inside minecraft yeah i know you and a lot of the hobo slayers have been streaming that a lot lately is yeah. that i have to watch the stream when are you guys doing that is that like like pokemon or what Kind of. I mean, you're in the Minecraft world, mm -hmm. and it throws Pokemon in there. And for the most part, it gets rid of all the Minecraft mo uh, mobs. For the most part. Okay. There's a few of them, like Blaze, that does it. For, like, the Nether is a buggy area when it comes to getting rid of them. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Blaze are still there, things like that. But other than that, it gets rid of all of them. No Creepers, no nothing. You have Pokemon. Now, here's the big important question. Does it have all 800, 900 plus Pokemon? Yes. 
Oh, All of them. 809. All of them. Yep. Okay. They're doing better than um, Sword and Shield. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm, kid- I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm super pumped for that game. Don't. No hate, please. No hate. Yep. Um, okay. And that's so. it. Those have been my main uh, main games. From, uh, uh, let's see. Skyrim and uh, Minecraft has been my main games for a couple weeks, two or three, uh, three or four weeks okay. now. But Destiny's been a big one in the past. I've just been nonstop Destiny for like two weeks now. <laughs> we got the games beat now. We can get you past light level five hundred. Oh, as soon as I did that, by the way, I end up with a weapon I won't use. That's like six eighty something. I was like, what? Oh, did you get it? A- <laughs> Infusion, yeah. Um, you got to do that there. Uh, no, that's awesome. Uh, and it's the shadow keep hype. I'm super, I'm really excited for it. I'm really, we're going to talk about destiny, more destiny Two here in a minute. So don't go away just yet folks. Um, you know, anything else? That's it. That's it. Um, let's talk about this. I'm going to pull something up real quick, but I know one of the overall things you want to talk about because you watched a little bit of this video. Yep. For people who don't know and may have missed the stream, I'll post it. Uh, thank you. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 posted a new 15-minute gameplay video. Uh, it was their deep dive video, really talking about um, a specific region of the map and showed uh, two different play styles in the yep. game. Um, you watched it. What did you think of it? So I watched the gameplay and about half of the actual deep dive. Oh, like the um, de- dev talk? Yeah. Ooh, I didn't. I was at work, so I was like, I gotta work. I gotta well, it was today, so I can uh, listen to that. I did that until we went back and played Destiny again. So, uh, yeah. So uh, it was a lot. It was really good. I I liked the fact that the uh, so all all of you find stuff you watch this, but there's a character customization where you can choose the backstory of your character. I've never. Yes. I've never. I now it's for people who don't know. Cyberpunk is based on a uh, tabletop game. Yes, I found out today. Yeah, and so that's staying true to those roots. Yeah. So every cool. game ever plays been like Skyrim, where you have to kind of like come up with it on the fly and kind of figure out your own backstory because mm-hmm. you don't have one. And so the fact that I don't have to come up with that anymore is like great in my opinion. And what's really neat is whenever they talked about the. Backstory as well. The backstory is going to play into. They did talk about this in the dev talk when it came in. Okay. The backstory is going to come into play in the game. So if you pick, um, like street knowledge or whatever else, whatever was the street one, mm-hmm. um, that will impact how you play the game. It like shows because they showed it in the stream where like certain um, uh, discussion options. Yes. You will actually give certain choices based on how your backstory is, and you can betray your backstory. Really? So one of the other ones besides the street option was uh, corporate life. It wants to be corporate. Yeah, but if like, like if on, but if there's like 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 say you saw, I'm just kind of living here because I don't really know anything about the game that much other mm-hmm. than what I saw today. But let's say for example there was a, a route you could go where you could earn some money or something like that through the corporate one. You could betray your oh. and follow, follow them, but there is some. Um, Things that could happen as a result of that, you've betrayed them, and now they they could take that badly and come after you now. So that type of things is being played good into point. the game, into the good story. Point. I forgot. I didn't see that part. Yeah. That's a good point. So there are things like that they've actually rolled into the story of the game, where if you betray whatever you picked as your backstory, your your, your group, it could come out to bite you. Yeah, fallen monk 
uh, D20 in chat says, yep. uh, I'm so psyched for it. I think it was a street kid. There was that Corpo and Nomad. Yep, that's it. To live out the white collar criminal fantasy, I guess. Yeah. Like, if you want to be Norman Bateman, go right ahead. That was um, it. Nomad, <clears throat> Corporate, and uh, Street Kid. Okay. Yeah, the example they gave was if you were a street kid and you betrayed all the other street kids or whatever else and your, your group become corporate, you could, but they'll come back to bite you. Yep. I I can already see people that have anxiety with making decisions in video games, like freaking out, like, oh, I don't know, what do I do? They have to understand there's not a, that's not, there's not a right choice. That's the part of life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the gameplay looked cool. It does. It looked, um, it, all first person, I saw, I know there was a bit with like the nano wires. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can uh, uh, control somebody's uh, uh, implants implants from a distance. Yep. If you get that, uh, I guess you call it skill or perk or whatever. You, if you like the hacker, you're the net yep. runner. Yeah, net runner. Um, the the one cool one I saw was that when you if you focused on brute force, she went up there and like grabbed the turret that they were using yeah, and, and ripped it off. Oh, yeah, that was cool. That was super cool. Um, you you had told me you didn't even know about this game. And like after watching the video, you're like, I'm very interested. Like, yeah. it, it, it's. I, I've been posting stuff for Cash Family, and I, I finally went through and watched that today. I went, okay, now I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> From the makers of The Witcher. Oh, really? These are this is CD Projekt Red, oh. the people who made The Witcher. Uh, did you see the news about them splitting the team? Yes. So. And it's not in the news. No. But um, they're I think they're they're focusing on a two franchise. Um, because they've made so much money on The Witcher. Yeah. That now they're going to have two teams dedicate one dedicated for The Witcher, the other dedicated for Cyberpunk. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean they just released it on uh, Switch, didn't they? The Witcher. If they haven't yet, it's coming out very soon. Yeah, I don't know if it's September or October when that actually yes. gets released. Yeah. Um, the Bearded Bee says this will give it some replayability with the backgrounds. Um, there, the game's going to be interesting. It's yeah. going to be awesome. Um. Some other stuff, some overall stuff in Table Talk here. One thing I wanted to bring up, I'm going to post this link in Twitch chat. Uh, of course, for everybody listening via audio, all these links are post are in the show notes, so just take a look at the show notes and see them. Um, I, want to, I want to give a special shout out. Um, as consumers, I think sometimes we may forget or take for granted like the effort that goes into making a video game. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it's a lot of hard work. And I think that, especially in this particular instance, when some games are released, I think that, you know, definitely give them a round of applause for at least making it past that finish line. So um, people may, if you've followed Rocket Punch before, we've talked about him a while back, but um, the um, Moxie Game Studios, they're run by two brothers. Uh, they're actually, uh, they had their um, game Ascending Madness out of um, early release. It was an early access on Steam, I apologize. Um, like a year, year and a half ago, showing off their cool little game that they both, it's basically these two brothers, they made the game. Um, I want to give them some props because just this week, uh, Moxie Game Studios released Ascending Madness out of early access. It is a full 100% purchasable game on Steam. And give them a round of applause. That's, awesome. um, that's super awesome. And I think super well deserved. Um, they they deserve a lot of credit for getting to that point of getting out of early access because <clears throat> there are some games that haven't gotten out of early access yet. Not gonna <laughs> call names. 
not gonna point any fingers out, but um, that comes later. Yeah, that comes <laughs> later. But the the fact that they those two guys making this game on their own finally got their game in um, out of early access. Um, it is fully released. It is definitely worth um, worth giving them props for. Uh, they're local game devs here in Huntsville. Um, their game, I, the link is directly to their Steam page. Um, if you do get a chance, um, go try their game out and give it a review. Uh, that helps them out a lot on there. The game is $4.99. It's actually uh, 10% off, I think, with the link there. But get, go get, give that game a shot at um, 5 bucks. Try their game out. Let them know how they did. So that way, their next game will be even better. Yep. Thing. So give it a shot. I wanted to give them a shout out there. Yeah, Bearded B. He, I don't want to call names out, but he says in chat, not even Fortnite has made it that far. Um, it, technically, yeah, they could keep, you're right, they could keep it in yeah. beta forever. I see them doing it. Here, Here's a pro tip. Do you know why some games stay in beta on Steam? Specifically on Steam. No. Um, if when you release the game out of early access on Steam for two weeks... There's a grace period where people who bought your game in early access can request a refund. Oh, jeez. So if you are in early access and you don't deliver on your promises and your game's not that great, they stay in early access because if they do a full release, people can re refund their game back and they'll lose money. Oh, dang. So there's one game I know it's, I see it in my head, but I can't think of the name. It's the main reason that it hasn't come out of early access is because they know that if they, I think it's like DayZ. I think it's DayZ. I didn't know it was early access. I think it's still early access. I, somebody can correct me in chat if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's Daisy. I don't think I had that many games as early access. I don't have that many either. Um, my stuff for the week. Uh, what have I been playing? Destiny. I played more Anthem. Yeah. You listen to me, Anthem's <laughs> Anthem's Anthem. <laughs> we'll have that conversation when we get when we walk down that road. Um, the two games I wanted to talk about, one I can't talk about too much because I just literally started playing it, um, Astral Chain. Yep. It was uh, Rocket Punch's Game of the Month for August. Uh, finally got a chance to put my hands on the game, uh, played a little bit of it. Um, I am, I will be honest, I was back and forth on this game. Didn't know if I wanted to buy it or not. I'm still not sure. <laughs> Is it, yeah, I want to play more of it, but when I heard that some of the reviews, one of them said, like, it's like Devil May Cry... I was like, okay, I'm in. I'm jumping in, diving, because I'm a big Devil May Cry fan. Um, played a l very little, very little of the game so far. I think we both looked at it. Presentation is great. Yeah. The game looks wonderful. I, I was really shocked at how well it looks on the Switch. Yep. In the handheld mode. Yeah, in handheld mode. I haven't put it on the TV yet. Um, the other, like the combat so far, it looks very interesting. I'm curious how I'm going to do it on the Joy-Con controllers and also when I get my like Legion character because you get a partner character that you can control that helps you do damage oh, okay. um, we'll find out when I stream it on Tuesday because uh, that's when I'll probably get the bulk of the time to play it um, it it's very interesting I'm very excited for it like playing it and seeing the first little bit of the scenes has me very, very excited for it. I think if you're a Japanese fan, like anime and whatnot, this is a good game for you to check out. Um, so again, stay tuned on Tuesday. We'll be streaming the game on uh, Rocket Punch Live here on Twitch. Um, but other than that, the big game I want to talk about is, 
a game I've dug deep into, um, Control. I streamed a little bit of it last week, uh, got a lot more playtime this weekend. Um, this is the game from Remedy, the makers of Max Payne and Quantum Break and Alan Wake. Um, oh, okay. This is their latest game, and I want to give my impression so far on that. Uh, if did you ever did you play any of those games? A little bit of Alan Wake. Okay, um, I think that's all I played of those. Okay. Do you know Quantum Break? I know of it. Okay, you've seen at least have the ge- general gist of what that yeah. game is. So Control is like Quantum Break meets the X Files meets Twin Peak. Okay. Um, and I love it. I'm having a wonderful, wonderful time with Control. You, the general story is that you are this uh, woman named Jessie Faden who goes. She's looking for her little brother, and over these years, her search for her brother takes her to um, this government building called the Federal Bureau of Control. Oh. And they're like, okay, all my leads are leading to this building. But the basically the Federal Bureau of Control is like the government agency that handles like paranormal activity and things of that nature. That's false. Okay. <laughs> so going into this building, some events happen, and she ends up becoming the director of Control. And it's basically her going through this story, like finding out where her brother is. Finding it, learning more about the Federal Bureau of Control, and also learning about these these enemies called the Hiss. Because as she takes over as director, the building, the Federal Bureau of Control, is taken over by this interdimensional entity known as the Hiss. Oh wow! And so you're having to like go through, help people in here, and um, find out more about like who the Hiss are, what the Hiss is, what the ties are to Jesse. I mean, very vague here because I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Um, this game was cool. It was really, really cool. Um, if you watch the streams, um, that we did last week, like using the different powers and whatnot, or really something to, um, I'd like to get a handle on. I had a lot of fun with those. Um, what, what, what powers did I get? Um, I, there's, I got the telekinetic power and then there's an evade for like you can dash. There's also, um, there was also a, um, like the shield, you can actually, um, you hit the left bumper and it pulls the rocks off the ground and it forms a barrier around you. What? So the enemies can't hit you and you can reduce damage. And it's, it like, it's really, really cool when you see it, it's like, whoop, and it's like all the, like, if you have bricks and stuff, they all come up, whoop, and they're floating around Like a you. telekinesis thing. Yep. Yeah, you got To go. protect cool. yourself. Um, there's also, I just got an ability... Uh, um, that is very similar to what you saw in Cyberpunk where you can take control of enemies. Okay. So like if you get them weak enough you can take control of them and they'll fight for you. That's there's cool. actually there's there's a if you upgrade yourself in that ability there are these orbs that heal the enemy. You can take control of the orb and it will heal you and your allies. And I was like oh that is cool. <laughs> I need it. Um, so that was um yeah, Bearded B, he watched a lot of it there. He's like, third-person Jedi shooter. That's almost what it feels like. <laughs> just, I'm sitting here, like, grabbing stuff and flinging it at people. I, I um, will probably check it out. It just won't be this year. Too many games come out this year. Mm. I stopped watching it on YouTube and streams because I don't want any more spoilers for um, Control. I agree with you, Bearded B. You, you want to go in that with that game fresh. Um, 
one of the things I've definitely got to applaud this game on, the graphics are incredible. They're okay. really, really great. In particular, one of the things, one of the details that I'm really impressed with is, so you're in this, like, government industrialized building, and they, you know, like, the building moves and whatnot, but the environments are destructible. So when I'm in fights, I'm shooting his, they're shooting back at me like pillars are falling apart. Whenever I, um... Whenever I do telekinesis and like lift the ground up, like the blocks from the ground come up oh, wow. and I have to like, and like, you'll see the damage in the world. When I fling enemies back, you'll see the dent in the wall, like the damage on the pillars. It's very, very impressive seeing that type of detail in the game. Cause I don't, I feel like I don't see it that much. Yeah. You don't. Uh, what platform was this for? I was playing on PC. Okay. So PC, you can also get it on PS4 and Xbox one. Okay. You need one of those. Um, if you get it on PC, it's in the Epic Game Store, so definitely w worth a check out. Um, they're promoting that very heavily there. Um, but Control is a very special game. It has a lot of, um, for Metroid fans out there, it has a lot of Metroidvania mechanics. Kind of like um, the world is way bigger than I expected it to be. So once you unlock the different areas in the building, it's like this huge map and you're running around, but that's one level. And then you have to go to like different levels to go to different sectors, like the mail room or the executive wing or the furnace, mm -hmm. the power plant where it's powering everything, the research <laughs> and development lab, things of that nature. Um, you actually beer to be. Yes, there is a party here that's going on in the background. Um, I'm not. I I fully expected everybody on stream. You could hear them in the background. You probably hear it in the audio. Uh, they're having fun celebrating a birthday, so uh, let them celebrate that. Um, if they get out of hand, I'll pull my belt off. Go with them in the So don't worry about that. Um, and I can do that because this is the South, and we still do that here. Um, <clears throat> but wow, <laughs> it um. But no, C Control is a really great... I, I So far, I haven't beaten the game yet. Um, it's a really great, fun game. I, probably the thing that jumps out to me the most, though, is the atmosphere. Yeah. Very spooky, very mysterious. Like, like I said, that Twin Peaks X-Files <laughs> vibe is mainly seen in the story. Um, <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> and it um, it's very... I just love the... I feel like I haven't seen a game with that type of atmosphere and tone in a while um, there. But it's really cool. Um, I, I don't want to promise anything. I want to do a review on it. I've got some footage captured. If I can get some time to do it, that's definitely something I want to do to get out to you guys. You said like me now. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I, I'm honest. We're always honest here at Rock Punch. Uh, I'm telling you guys what I want to do, but it just... It, it depends on the workload. You got to make sure I have time to do it. But um, I've got a video that's been recorded for about a month and a half now. I ain't posted. <laughs> <laughs> like one day I'll get it. I'll get to it one day. Um, and don't delete it. <laughs> You're right. Don't. I I made sure this one was saved. Um, but definitely, um, if you haven't had a chance, you want to check out Control. I'm um, actually one of the streams. I played it from the start, so you can definitely check it out um, on our Twitch channel here. Um, I think that's the one from Tuesday, so maybe a week or so ago. The earliest control stream, that is literally from number one, day one, like, playing it. So definitely check it out. It's worth a look. Um, 
What did he say? Back out in second place. Second place is very great. There, you there you go. <laughs> Have like a little um, uh, what was time capsule? Time capsule. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, we're done with table talk. I've done talking about all sorts of stuff here. Let's get into our news, guys. For people who don't know, we're gonna jump into the latest gaming news, the top five news items that we think you need to know about from the past week. Um, before we get into the news, of course, though, we do have some required reading. Did you read this? I have not. I just posted it. Okay. So, pull it up. I know last week we had um, Destiny 2. Luke Smith came out and did the director's cut stuff for um, part one, two, and three of kind of Destiny 2 in the past and then where it's headed. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is another huge article from Luke Smith talking about uh, the how seasons are going to work in Destiny 2's third year. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is a very, this is just as long as all the other ones. I don't know how his hand hasn't fallen off yet. But again, if you are a huge Destiny 2 fan, you gotta read this, especially if you um, are interested in Shadow Keep and how the seasons are gonna work. Yeah. I think we've talked about it in Discord. We've talked about it, um, and I knew a little bit about seasons, but I didn't read it from this. It's basically uh, TLDR Destiny's has the battle pass now. Yeah. That's... It's... Am I about to talk about it? No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, Please. It's, <laughs> uh, drink while you talk. <laughs> uh, so, Destiny 2 is getting their own version of battle pass called Seasons. Uh, it has a longer name than that, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah. You, got, you get you get the general idea, though. Yeah, it's, it's called Seasons. Um, there will be a free and a paid version as well, just like Fortnite and all the others. Mm-hmm. Uh, the paid version is going to be $10 a season. Yes. Uh, you'll get all the content in the free uh, pass that you'll get in the paid. You just pay to get faster. Yep. And mm-hmm. it, the nice thing is, too, is that you don't have to buy all the seasons. If it, like, maybe you don't get season one, but then you want to jump in on season th- on the next, the third season. Yeah. You can get that one for 10 bucks, and you don't have to have owned the previous seasons in order to right. get to that. They, they di- I think I did <clears throat> read that. When season two rolls around, season one will be rolled into the main content. I think that's what I read somewhere. Okay. okay. So you'll eventually get it one way or another. It just depends oh. on how fast you want to get it. Uh, one more Gamescast also giving us some updates. How are you doing, guys? Um, um, yes. Works on works cross platform as well. You only have to buy it once. Nice. So that is nice. I think I think I heard like if you buy it on your main platform that you're playing on, mm-hmm. then anytime you cross save over to other platforms, it's there. Nice. So. Here's a question. Does cross save already... Because you, you're going to enable cross save. Can you already switch between? Yes. I just... Uh, our video gamers, Huntsville, the Destiny uh, clan, somebody actually did that. They played on PS4 and they did a cross save thing and all their stuff was there on PC. Cool. So we did... Cross save does work. It is available now. Uh-huh. Um, so $10 a quarter. Is it a quarter? Is that on the Destiny? They, they said that um, in the article... There are four seasons, starting with Season of the Undying. Yes. Um, when Shadowkeep comes out, there's four seasons okay. that they have planned right now. So a season a quarter okay. every three months. And so $10, 10 bucks every three months. Not too bad. That's not too bad. And you don't, you're, there's no pressure to buy them. Right. And any, any as Bearded B said in chat, any exotics or special weapons that are in a season, they will come back and be available for the free track. You'll just have to wait anywhere from three to six months. Yep. Yeah, because so. we'll eventually get in the main content. So, um, so if you if you're on the Destiny train, you want to know more about their seasonal stuff. That is required reading this week. Check it out. 
is worth it is worth the like 10 minute read that it is because it's <laughs> it's 10 to 15 minutes it's gonna take you a minute to read it uh let's jump into the news here again we bring you guys the five news items we think you need to know from this past week so we're gonna get right to it here number one capcom is teasing a new resident evil game uh this one's coming from who is this over here nicole, nicole carpenter over at polygon.com um I'm going to read a little bit of the article here for you guys. Uh, Capcom will show a new Resident Evil game ahead of Tokyo Game Show 2019. Uh, Capcom will um, reveal a new Resident Evil project called Project Resistance ahead of the Tokyo Game Show 2019 on September 9th. The game is expected on PlayStation 4, Windows PC, and Xbox One, according to Capcom's Project Resistance teaser website. The trailer will be revealed on the Capcom YouTube page at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on September 9th. Tokyo Game Show attendees will be able to watch gameplay at the Capcom booth at set times during the show, which is held from September 12th to 15th at Tokyo's Makuhari Messe. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I'm sorry if I am not. The opportunity to play Project Resistance is available only, quote, by advanced registration at the show. And for Japanese residents only, Capcom wrote on the Project Resistance website. Um, you play... Resident Evil at all? Nope. Uh, you haven't been a big fan of the scary stuff, so I doubt you've been jumping into Resident Evil. I, I remember watching my cousin play the original when I was younger, but that's it. Okay. Resident Evil and Capcom, for that matter, has kind of had a resurgence, especially with the release of Resident Evil 7. Yeah, the remaster. Resident Evil 2, the remaster that came out la earlier this year. Mm -hmm. um, those have both been received very, very well, not only with that, but like the... Um, Devil May Cry 5 came from Capcom this year. Monster Hunter World is their best-selling game yeah. ever at 13 million copies sold so far. Um, yeah, it's a lot. And so it's really cool to kind of see. Um, <laughs> you, if you have Game Pass, you do. Oh, I think I had before the Game Pass thing. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, definitely check it out. It's pretty cool. Um, I, I'm super excited. They actually... If you look at the article, scroll down to the bottom, it looks like some screenshots were leaked for it. So a lot of people are thinking that um, it could be, based on the screenshots, a multiplayer kind of co-op shooter. So we'll see. Yeah, We'll definitely have to check it out and see. Number two on the news docket here, a new Shovel Knight game has been announced. This one from uh, Yacht Club Games, directly from their blog post here. Um, we're very proud to announce Shovel Knight Dig the newest project from Yacht Club Games. As a, as a joint development project between Nitrome and Yacht Club Games, Shovel Knight Dig has been in development for more than a year. It, it's got quite a ways to go still, but we wanted to give you a taste of the amazing adventure that Shovel Knight will be embarking on next. Uh, wh what is Shovel Knight Dig? When Drill Knight and his dastardly digging crew blast apart Shovel Knight's peaceful campsite and steal his loot, he grabs his trusty shovel blade and starts tunneling after them. Meet new friends and foes, visit strange lands, and outfit yourself in your quest to keep the entire land from collapsing underfoot. Jump, slash, and dig your way down an ever-changing chasm of mystery in Shovel Knight Dig, an all-new Shovel Knight adventure. Um, more details you guys can definitely read on the blog. Um, liked, you like Shovel Knight at all? Never heard of it. Shovel Knight. Oh my god. Shovel Knight is a must-buy game, especially if you're a Switch owner. But you can play it on almost anything. Shovel Knight is like the oh, what's the best way I can describe it? Like a sixteen bit like 
very, plays very much like your eight or sixteen bit Super Mario games or Metroid. Okay. Um, very very cool. You're basically this knight who um, has to go rescue <clears throat> your friend and like save the countryside from these other evil knights that are coming through. Okay. Um, I'm very interested to see how Shovel Knight Dig is going to do. Uh, there really weren't, there were no details on what platform it's on. The fact that it features the, de it's a joint project with uh, the developers Nitrome. They have done a lot of mobile games in the past. So I'm assuming this is a mobile game. Don't hold me to that. It might be something on consoles or maybe on the Switch, but the game looks cool. I love the, it's like an updated kind of 16, 32-bit art style. That looks really cool. Uh, but definitely worth checking out if you're a fan of Shovel Knight and, at all. Ghouls and Goblins, there you go. Um, let's go here. That's number two. Number three on the news doctor here. Uh, Aladdin and the Lion King are coming back, but not the live-action remakes here. Uh, this story coming directly from Gamatsu.com. Um, Disney classic games Aladdin and the Lion King announced for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Following a leak yesterday, publisher Disney Games, distributor Nighthawk Interactive, and developer Digital Eclipse have announced Disney classic games Aladdin and the Lion King for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. It will launch on October 29th for $29.99. Disney classic games Aladdin and the Lion King includes the Sega Genesis, Game Boy, and Super Game Boy versions of Virgin Games' Aladdin and the Lion King, as well as the Super Nintendo, the Super NES version of the Lion King. Here is an overview of the collection via Nighthawk Interactive. I'm going to see if I can run through this here. Uh, Disney classic games uh, Aladdin and the Lion King will include the fan favorite versions of each original title. Featuring upscaled graphics to support high-definition displays and additional upgrades to enhance playability on current consoles. The collection also includes a brand new final cut of Aladdin and an original Aladdin trade show demo that has not been publicly available since 1993. Fans will be able to revisit these beloved games and take advantage of a variety of modern support options, including instant save states, a rewind button to jump back up to 15 seconds, level select, invulnerability, infinite lives, and an interactive game viewer. The interactive game viewer enables players to view full game playthroughs with the ability to skip forward, jump in, and start playing at any point. Sold. Sold. <laughs> <laughs> Done. That's it. Um, what do you think? I'm excited. Uh, I played... Uh, I didn't play the Lion King one, but I played the Latin one when I was a kid. So I had mm -hmm. a Sega Genesis I got from my cousin, and... Uh, that was one of the games I got for it, and I, I really enjoyed it. Okay. Just the fact I'm able to go back and play, actually, it looks like any of the versions of it. Yeah, basically, uh, the only version that's not on there is the Super NES version of Aladdin. And from what I heard, there were licensing reasons why they couldn't include that in the package. Yeah. Well, the one I played, the second edition version will be included, so I'll go back and play that. And it seems like I won't have to, like, I could play it if I get stuck and have to come back and play it again later on. Then I'm going to have a level select, so I can just jump straight to where I was. Mm-hmm. So that'll be cool. I wanted to play through the whole thing to get to where I was before. The um the game viewer thing is also really cool, where you can basically go watch a gameplay, yeah. And then at any point in time, like you, I'll just jump right at that point, yeah. Um, so it really help if you I get stuck on a level. It. It's it's pretty interesting, right? Yeah, I haven't heard that um, before. I don't think I've ever seen it before in a game. I don't think I've seen it before in a game. So, uh, but it, that's really cool. I I I think that's really awesome. I don't. 
I think you've played this game more than I have. I really yeah. haven't. I spent a lot of time in it. Yeah, I have not played. If I if if I did play these games, it was I barely remember it. It was a long time ago. Well, on Sega Genesis, I only had like three games. So, Sega um, game I played on the Sega Genesis a lot. The Power Rangers, the movie game. I had that one. Ooh man, I loved that game. I had Power Rangers the movie. I had Aladdin. I had Sonic. There you go. The, the Trinity. Yeah. yeah. And I think that was it. What was that? Maybe, maybe maybe Mortal Kombat. Did that come out? Yeah, it did come out on Sega yeah. Genesis. Mortal Kombat 2, I think. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Good selection of games there. Yep. That was my, my four for Sega Genesis. Okay. Number four here on the news docket here. Mario Kart Tour release date has been announced. Uh, this one coming from... Polygon.com, Michael McWhorter, giving us the details on that here. Uh, Mario Kart Tour coming to Android and iOS on September 25th. Um, Nintendo is bringing Mario Kart to mobile devices in September with Mario Kart Tour, a free-to-play version of the classic racing franchise. Mario Kart Tour will be released on September 25th for Android and iOS devices. Mario Kart Tour will be free-to-play, and interested players can pre-order the game from the Apple App Store and Google Play Store now. A Nintendo account is required to play. The mobile version of Mario Kart will feature classic courses like Rainbow Road, Luigi's Mansion, Koopa Troopa Beach, and Dino Dino Jungle based on the game's beta version, but it will also include new real-world city-inspired courses. Nintendo promises course base, courses based on New York, Tokyo, and Paris. Those city courses, Nintendo says, are, quote, special in-game event courses that will be available during specific time periods at launch and beyond. And some Mario Kart characters will get, quote, variations that incorporate the local flavor of cities featured in the game, end quote. Nintendo said in a press release, players will unlock and collect characters, carts, and gliders as they play. Um, I, I don't know, I don't know what I want to, what I want to say about like Nintendo's mobile efforts as of late. Like all the games I'm, they've I'm released from over their mobile efforts. Like Super Mario Run is cool. Actually, I think I really like Super Mario Run. I like the approach they took to it, to where basically it was like it's free to play for the first like two or three levels. But if you want to get the full game, it's a one flat fee of like nine ninety nine, and you unlock the full game. So all twenty thirty ish levels, boom, for one price, you get it. Um, the thing that sucks is that people can't complain now if you. <laughs> Um, they weren't make they didn't make enough money off of Super Mario Run because of that model. Yeah. So I think Doctor Mario just got released here recently, um, where they changed the model to where it is basically like you pay for, like you have these um, hearts, and every time you play you use a heart, and then if you use all your hearts, you have to wait like a certain amount of time to let them regenerate, or you pay to get the um, pay for answer. Yep, and I don't know how I feel about that. Um, I want to Google one. What's your, what's your read on this? If you have any thoughts on it. I'm not sure how I feel about it because, mm. um, I did play a Sonic game on mobile. Uh, they did. And I did, I think it was them that did it. I could be wrong with that. Anyways, I, I've seen some games similar to this and I've not seen, had very, they're not going over well, in my opinion, mm -hmm. with how the controls normally are for the games versus going from what they console consoles to the mobile. It's not been mm -hmm. that great from what I've seen. 
So really? Okay. From the ones I've played, at least. The one thing I have heard, and I ha- I can't take this as rumor right now because I can't confirm it, but if it's true, it's not very good for looking for this game, is that um, when people were playing the beta, there were a lot of reports coming out saying that the game will not have online multiplayer. Ew. Which is kind of like I a... face person Mario Kart. <laughs> right? And so um, if it doesn't have online multiplayer, like, ooh, what's, what's going on? Um, I, I, I don't understand. Um, so it, it's very interesting if, um, that is true for Mario Kart Tour, but we'll find out and see. And number five and last on the news list here, uh, Telltale Games is back from The Walking Dead. Uh, this one here. <laughs> From good old Jason Schreier from Kotaku, because it wouldn't be a news <laughs> segment Not here Jason at Rocket Punch without Jason Schreier and or Kotaku.com. Um, the title of the article, Two People Who Didn't Work at Telltale Games Say They're Bringing Back Telltale Games. I'm reading a little bit of the story here. Uh, Telltale Games is back. Well, at least the name is. A group of investors announced plans today to revive the iconic studio, which shut down last September. Although, with the company staff having been scattered to the winds, this seems like less. This seems less like a revival and more like one of Clementine's enemies. Ooh boy, <laughs> lots of burns here. Uh, 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 spoiler: Jason Schreier did, was not very keen on this news here uh, today. Jamie Otilly and Brian Waddle, two men who did not work at Telltale Games told press that they had secured the rights to the company's name and some of its licenses, and that they will be reviving the company in Malibu, California. Uh, the original one was located in San, Ra- San Rafael, California, which is 400 miles northwest. Attili's background is in mobile license development, Duck Dynasty Power Rangers, while Waddle worked on the outsourcing company Virtuos and the physics software maker Havoc. The money for this venture is coming from a publisher called Athlon Games, a subsidiary of the Chinese video game holding company Leiyu, as well as a group of executives who have worked for game publishers like Rebellion and Starbreeze. In other words, a bunch of people are taking a familiar beloved name and slapping it on something brand new. Telltale Games, of course, was the company responsible for critically acclaimed adventure games like The Walking Dead and Tales from the Borderlands before unexpectedly closing in September 2018. And and what about the people who worked at the old Telltale games? Polygon spoke to Autilly, who told them, and I'm quoting Polygon here, quote, that some workers from the original Telltale games will be offered freelance roles with full-time positions possible in the future, end quote. Of course, given that Telltale staff were all unceremoniously fired last September without severance and were left scurrying to find new jobs, many of them have gone elsewhere. But it's nice to know that those who didn't find employment or are looking to return to, um, dot 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 telltale may find quote full-time positions possible in the future um Attili also told polygon that they plan to resell some of the old telltale games many of which have been delisted from digital stores and try to continue making new ones it remains unclear just how many of telltale staff will work with the new company in malibu headlines across the internet this morning have declared that telltale games is back but as always it's important to remember that brands don't make video games okay that's editorializing i'm not gonna get into that so, um, Tales of Game is back. In a sense, like, hey, they're, they're the company, at least the name, and kind of what they've generally been doing 
is coming back. Um, what are your any any thoughts you have on this one? Any beats? I'm kind of excited by it. I had just got into a, a Minecraft story mode when it ended. It's like, okay. uh, I got into it, finished it. It's like, oh, you can't go buy the next chapter of the story because it's delisted. Boots. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's, I, they've slowly been taking some games off. And, like, Tales from the Borderlands is great. Well, um, what got me was that you could, you could download Bur- chapter one, but you couldn't download anything after it. Because <laughs> the, the chapter one was like, they usually gave those away for free. Like, if... Yeah. After a, a period of time, you're like, oh, here's chapter one for free. Come buy the season if you want to get the rest of them. Yeah. Um, and those, like, Tales from the Borderlands is great. Like, um, it, so when they delisted them, it almost made it sound like if you don't have it downloaded on your computer, you won't be able to play it at all. And so it really sucked um, that, like, a lot of those games, the Guardians of the Galaxy game was good. The Batman game was good. Tales from the Borderlands. A lot, like, The Walking Dead, their perennial series, they were all really great. Um, Bearded B says, I wasn't a huge fan of Minecraft Story Mode. I didn't play, did you play that one? I didn't play that one. Chapter 1. Chapter 1? Okay. Yeah, that's what's now, I couldn't get past that, because it was delisted, but I played it with my nephews, that's why I enjoyed it so much. Okay. Because my youngest nephew's 11, so it's perfect for him. Okay, yeah, that's right up his alley. Yeah, so. But I have heard that one is good. Yeah. Um, but it's very interesting, we're glad to see so. Telltale Games back. Even if in name only, um, we'll give them a few months. I know they said that they're going to start slow. Yeah. Um, they're, they're starting slow. Uh, I think I read a different article. They're starting slow. They're also changing up how they're going to do their uh, development processes. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be more a little bit more fast-paced, a little bit uh, different strategy to it. So well, I'm really excited about that. That's part of the problems they had before with the old management. So There was a Guardians one. Is that following luck? Yes, uh, there was a Guardians of the Galaxy Telltale oh. game series because um, I played the first episode of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, Fallen Monk D20 says, also it would be ashamed if Tales of the Borderlands went down because it's supposed to tie into three. It it was it was one of the few that got delisted. It got taken down completely. So um, I, I think I downloaded the whole game. Um... But yeah, it, you have to wait and see if maybe they list it back up again. But that Tales from the Borderlands is very, very good. Very I, I'll good. be curious to see which ones get brought back because my understanding was uh, they didn't get all of the licenses. They only got some of them. Okay. And so I'll be curious to see which ones they got, which ones they didn't. Like there was some that was, there was one I was pretty sure that was was it Disney or someone like that? Mm. It got transferred back over to them when Telltale ended. Oh, uh, so yeah, those okay. licenses like that. Yep. So I'll be curious to see which ones are actually going to continue and which ones aren't. I am too. I, I, any of the original stuff that they've made probably will continue. I know they said Wolf Among Us. They'll be able to sp- spin back up and I think they still had the Batman license. Um, they said they don't have the Tales from the Borderlands one but I don't see why Randy Pitchford and them wouldn't be able to strike up a business deal again so I don't know guys we'll definitely have to find out uh, that is it for all the news items here for the week guys let us get right into the topic of the show um, <laughs> oh boy let, let, okay before we even get started on it like you already knew what it was about Yeah, you already know what the topic is for everybody out there who maybe saw our social media posts, they got a glimpse of the thumbnail that I used. 
Oh boy. For um, did you see the thumbnail? No. I'm gonna pull up the thumbnail. You're gonna you're gonna laugh at this. So, I'm really curious to know what people thought we were gonna talk about based on the thumbnail that I used. Um, and believe me, it took me a minute to actually find what a um. <laughs> I that's part of the picture. I couldn't show the rest of it because I felt a little dirty actually posting that picture in here. Um, so. <laughs> so the, the topic of the show tonight is our guilty pleasure video games <laughs> where anybody who came here for like the borderline hentai stuff I'm like no we're you go ahead and leave now because we're not talking about that yeah see you later um there there are rules and regulations here on twitch we gotta abide by them uh but Turn no service <laughs> hey, uh, we're gonna be talking about our guilty pleasure games uh the reason i chose that thumbnail is, is because that is from the Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball Oh, is it? Series? Yes, it is. <laughs> I could not use the other part of that picture. We might have gotten, <laughs> we might have gotten in trouble with that one. Um, but really, um, especially, Will's not here. So again, don't want to go into anything too deep when I got guests and stuff here. I don't want to blow their brains. Like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> um, but really wanted to sit down and kind of talk about some of our guilty pleasure games. And um, to give people context, Guilty Pleasure Games, um, we're asking the question, what are some of the games that we play or have played that the majority of people, not only just gamers, but people in general, the human race, may frown upon in watching us play that or we're not very positive or upbeat on or about with that game or if it didn't like, oh, it was a crappy game, it didn't turn out all that well. And it can be a current game, or it can be one that was viewed as bad in the moment, i.e. Um, No Man's Sky. When No Man's Sky got launched, it was panned very hard, um, but I was still in love with the game and enjoyed every minute of it. Uh, so that could be on my list there. It's not, but I got other games on the list here. But um, we've each picked three yep. uh, games that we're going to talk about here. Um, you are the guest. You may go first. What is, what is a guilty pleasure game you have? So I will say... Um, only one of mine is one that was probably frowned upon. Okay. Um, the rest of them are just guilty pleasure games. Okay. Um, the first one is Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. Interesting. Okay. How so? Talk, talk more about this. Cause... So, I first got into the game and uh, when it first released, I, this is one I pre-ordered. Uh, I'm, unlike y'all, I pre-ordered a lot of games. <laughs> what are you talking about? We don't pre-order games. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about, guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, I uh, I pre-ordered the game, got it on Xbox, and mm -hmm. beat it pretty quickly. I really got into that one. Uh, that was a, that was about the point in time where I had just gotten into Assassin's Creed in general. And okay. That's a great time to get in. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got into it not long before that. So, uh, I got into it when 3 came out, and I started with... The first one, I was like, okay, if I'm gonna play three, I'm gonna start from the beginning and went through it. Yeah. And then not long after that, Black Flag came out. Okay. And so I was very much into it. So I, and then I've, I grew up just south of here, not too far from Gunnersville. So I always grew up on the water. You know, okay. then sometimes we went uh, uh, out fishing and everything like that. So the fact that I could play a game where I'm out on a boat was right up my alley. I'm on a boat and it's going fast and sorry. When you say I'm on a boat, I'm required legally to sing that. Um, it's fine. Continue. I'm sorry. Um, but uh, 
So I got into that. So it was it was the best of both worlds, in my opinion. You know, Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed meets uh, ocean sailing, things like that. And, of course, pirates. Who doesn't love pirates? Arr! <laughs> mateys! Oh, yeah. That was good. So uh, I really got into that. I love the... Uh, especially the sailing aspect. The fact that you can sail the ocean, hear the uh, your crew singing. The, the sea shanties? Yes. Oh, my God. Sea you, shanties are awesome in that you, game. Now, you, do you, if you have Spotify or Apple Music... Can the, you get them? Yes. There are, if you go find Great. the Assassin's Creed 4 <laughs> Black Flag album, all the sea shanties are in the back. They're freaking awesome. I know I'm going to do it worth this week. <laughs> yes, they're freaking awesome. Go listen to those. They're dope. Didn't know um, that. Okay. So yeah, the sea shanties, the uh, fact that you can battle other ships. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember the that. ship battling. That was the first time they introduced it in Assassin's Creed. And that's really nice. And that's probably the of all the games I've introduced it so far that I've released. That I think that's been the best one at it so far. Mm-hmm. I really um, had fun. Like others have tried to replicate it. I don't think it's quite successful. I think they they still. I know in Odyssey they still had it. They? Can, I haven't played Odyssey yet, so yeah, they they have that in there, so you okay. can like bomb ships and then board them and fight people Try. on the ships. Come on my list now. <laughs> you check out Odyssey; it's really good. So uh, yeah, that was that was. I spent a lot of time. In it. I've actually went through and done like two other playthroughs since then. Okay, so it's definitely a guilty I have pleasure in that game. It's one of the first ones I got on PS4. I enjoy that game a lot. I got it on both PC and Xbox. Okay, there you go. Big fan. Um. And, of course, guys, as we're talking about our topic here, if um, what are your guys' guilty pleasure games? Throw them in chat. Let us know. Uh, um, Rurutu says Final Fantasy X2 in chat. That is a good one. Um, that is probably on my list as well for guilty pleasure games. The dress sphere system, be damned. I loved it. I loved every bit of it. Um, Fallen Monk D20 in chat says Battleborn. I still think it would have been done better than Overwatch if it wasn't for the hype that was built around Tracer's butt. <laughs> <laughs> do you, now, do you remember Battleborn? Uh-huh. You probably don't. So, for people who don't know, um, Gearbox had this okay. um, this class-based team shooter, okay, six v six fighter called Battleborn. Oh, now okay. I I gave that description. You might have been thinking about a game called Overwatch. Basically, what happened is that Overwatch and Battleborn came out literally within like a week of each other. Jeez. Oh, um, Overwatch, of course, was bought, Blizzard had the hype around it built up. They ended up. Um, I remember specifically one thing is that Battleborns, Battleborn, I think came out earlier. What Overwatch did is the weekend, <laughs> the, the week that Battleborn came out, they did an open beta oh, for geez. Overwatch, and Battleborn got massacred it was not even close everybody went on the overwatch bandwagon battleborn was gone battleborn had some cool ideas um but it just it was not bad smart timing. to it was bad timing it was not smart to release it around overwatch yeah yeah you definitely don't want to release around a, a big triple a title no especially when that game was like that one game of the year yeah. at the game awards that year too so yeah um my number one pick Get in this chair. Let me tell you guys what I'm talking about. Mother effing anthem. And look, look. People are gonna get upset. Will's not here. Seth isn't here. And none other people that come on the show aren't here to talk smack. But look, hit the knot when someone who plays the game is here. That's right. I got, I got a fan. I got support this time, baby. Um, 
Anthem, for all its faults, and I'm not denying them in any sense of the word, Anthem, I, 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 I enjoy every bit of Anthem. I have a coworker, um, my friend Sanderspool in chat. Um, we play, every, usually if he's on, I'm like, I, today, I was like, oh, I think I'll play some Anthem for a little bit. I saw he was on, I'm like, oh, I'm definitely playing Anthem now. We jumped in and we were playing um, the Cataclysm event a couple of times before you popped on. I didn't know he was on, I was I was one job. <laughs> it, I, I'm a huge fan of Anthem and I know that Anthem is a dirty, dirty word right now. There are people that are like, Anthem is trash, Anthem is garbage, oh my god, and I get where they're coming from. Anthem had a horrible launch. They continue to have, I mean, especially after Jason Schreier broke their whole, like, development cycle and all the articles and stuff they talk about about what happened with the development of this game. Like, it it was rough, and it's still, it's still rough, but... I, I was telling you, like, the one thing I think that really brings me back to Anthem, I really enjoy the combat. Yeah. Like, being in the javelins and, like, the fast-paced movement and the different spells and abilities and, like, getting weapons to improve your javelin to do more damage. I love that. You love like being Iron Man. That's right. What's wrong with being Iron Man? I am <laughs> Iron Man. Spoiler for Endgame. For, like, the ten people that haven't watched it. But, <laughs> it, um... <laughs> one more games cast says where's the bleep button and speed traps in the social zone um it's kind of like Titanfall I haven't played Titanfall have you? oh boy I can't let me go down chat here one one chat at a time Bearded B says if I remember correctly Battleborn pushed released up a week to beat Overwatch out yes and it still didn't matter they got destroyed um, Fallen Monk says honestly I think both were fun games I just liked how Battleborn was built more it actually had a story and felt more complete but yes okay Overwatch destroyed in the end um, and Bearded B is Anthem like Titanfall no Anthem is like I am this isn't 100% accurate but it's the best way I could describe it it is third person Destiny okay. so take Destiny but instead of first-person shooting, you are third-person Iron Man flying around. Um, this was the game that um, if you didn't... Um, this was a game that basically what happened... Uh, may, I have to find the Jason Trier article that breaks it down. This is a very hyped game. Like This was, to give you guys an idea, this was one of my most anticipated games for 2019. Like, I was yeah. looking at this at being on short list for Game of the Year yeah. based on what they detailed. And then... I mean, I was hot about it. It came out and it was rough. Like, they did their the week early access and it was buggy as hell. I could barely play the game. Mm -hmm. um, it got a full ride release and then other people couldn't play the game. Jason Schreier released his article on Kotaku that basically listed, like, their, this game was in development for seven years but it really only got built in the last two years before its release yeah. because they spent like five to six years in um, pre-production. Which, for game developers out, if you don't know game development, that's real bad. If you spend almost 80% of your time in pre-production and then you only have 20% left to do building and post-production. Yeah. Um, it was really rough. And... Um, 
it's not in the best of shape right now. But there are a lot of great, strong communities out there. We have a friend of the show, uh, Your Anthem. Um, if you find him on YouTube, he does a lot of Anthem content. He's probably one of the perennial Anthem vocalists out there. Um, I'm part of his guild. So uh, I'm waiting for the next community night so I can play Anthem with like, oh, I'm playing Anthem with people. Oh, oh I'm so excited. Um, but it Anthem, I love the combat. I love fighting in that game. It's just... I, I'm always honest with you guys. And I just... It, the Everything else just wasn't there. They had a huge misstep. And it, it, it not necessarily on the workers. It's a lot with the upper management that yep. was there controlling it during the time. And There's a lot um, of upper management. It was. And it just... I'm I'm really hoping... I want to do like an anthem one year later, next February. And just really sit down and talk like, where is anthem now? Because uh, to give you guys an idea, like... They released in February this year. They've been focusing mainly on getting, like, fixes to the game. Mm -hmm. The Cataclysm is the first content release they've released for the game back in, early, like, late, basically early August. And so, imagine that for a live service game, from February to August, there was no new content. February, February, March, April, May, June, July, almost half a year, no new content. Played the opposite of Destiny. Oh, not Destiny, uh, Division. Yes. Oh, actually, you know what? It's like, it's, it's, it's like a, Anthem is like a um, sci-fi version of De of Division. Yeah. That's a great way of putting it. Yeah. Um, but that is one of my guilty pleasure games. I don't even care. People are like, why are you still playing that game? It's like, because I love the combat. I love the, the community is great one of the more friendly communities out there but I love that combat and I just keep coming back to it um, got some cool new weapons I want to get back in and try but um, I, I if even if you don't play Anthem just come to the Rocket Punch cast Cameron's going to keep you up to date on Anthem let you know when it's time to come in I'll do that I'll do that for you how about that um, Fallen Monk I mean No Man's Sky turn itself around to the in the public eye so it could do the same with Anthem exactly like per, if I could have put No Man's Sky on this list because I, I, I as I uh, as I hit my mic here, and then as I put my hipster glasses on, um, I I was playing No Man's Sky and I liked it before it was cool. Like I, I really had fun with that, and they've done nothing but make improve on that game. So I'm hoping for that same case there. Uh, oh, uh, one more games cast has a good one in chat. Um, Lawbreakers, that was a good one. So this was, I don't know if you know about Lawbreakers. It was this first, it was kind of a way for Cliffy B, Cliffy Blazinski, a prominent developer who worked on um, Epic okay. back during the Gears um, game started. Oh, okay. He, um, he released a game called Lawbreakers for his own studio that was supposed to piggyback on the Battle Royale. Yeah. Um, kind of class-based um, frame of mind, but it never really took off. Gotcha. Um, and actually, his studio closed. So, um, uh, oh my games cast sounds fun. He's awesome. That's why we're gonna be on the show soon. It's gonna be great. Uh, it, yeah, the uh, one more games cast says uh, Anthem. That game was killed by internal politics. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong there. Uh, a lot of lot of crazy crap and a lot of like there there were arguments between the two teams. Um, Actually, I'm just going to Google Adam Kotaku. I bet you it'll take me right to the article. Uh, <laughs> bam! For number one. one. <laughs> this is a big freaking deal. Um, so, for people who don't know, 
that's required reading if you have not read that one in Twitch chat. Um, if you want to know all about what went wrong with Anthem, that is the definitive source from Jason Trier. Yep. Some great um, in- investigative journalism on that. Your number two, sir. Please go ahead. Okay. My number two, of course, is Destiny. Uh, spent a lot of time with it. The only other game I've spent much time, like, in a, sh- a short period like this, has been Halo. And that was... Really? That was back in college. Huh. It's funny. Halo and Destiny, both made by Bungie. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. So, as soon as I jump into Destiny, like, the first, like, first, second stream I did, of it, I was like, holy crap. This is... This is Halo on a different story. And I was like, yes, I'm in. I'm sold. <laughs> so I was like, I thought about it. So yeah, I, in college, I spent a lot of time on Halo. Okay. Um, more, more than I've done on, uh, or specifically Halo Reach. Um, but uh, um, it will not be much longer and I'll have surpassed that in Destiny. It, Destiny 2 is interesting because like, you're not even taking the two off. Like Destiny in and of itself, one and two, has just been a roller coaster. I never played one. It, uh, you, you didn't miss much. Uh, it, it, <laughs> I've heard that before. Until until the Taken King, then that's when it got good. But and, and that's the point. Like Destiny was on this roller coaster of being like there were periods where it was good, some periods even when it was great, and then there were periods where it was like really bad. Um, I remember playing. Um, What was, I remember, I've been a Destiny fan since they announced the game. Um, I remember when I have the, um, I'm actually, I'm going to step off screen here. Right here. So, actually, I'm curious if it still actually lights up. Let's see if I can get to turn and talk here. Oh, nice. A little ghost here. What did you find that? This is, um, um, it actually... This is Ding- this is Dinglebot Ghost, for people who don't know. So, this is from the De- original Destiny Collector's Edition. I got it for the PlayStation Four. It was a um, fully rechargeable ghost. It has Peter Dinklage's. This place is littered with pre-golden age artifacts. Yeah, deep cuts, baby. Um, but um, this was I'm part really of that package, right huh? I'm really jealous right now. <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> if only it would flood around in my head and like revive me when I got hurt. Um, it it was uh, the original Destiny. I remember playing the alpha and the beta on um, PlayStation. And it was like they only had the first zone of Earth. And we're like, oh, this is cool. There's, you know, stuff to do. The problem is that we realized that in the first Destiny, when the game opened, it was these huge, beautiful landscapes, but there was barely anything to do in them. Uh, barely any the story was messed up because the game got like the story guys left before the game got fully released so the story didn't get finished so they had to like cobble something together Um, there wasn't really much to do all sorts of crazy stuff so Destiny's kind of had a roller coaster year and depending on when you play Destiny is like when you could could or could not talk about it I play Destiny and then like I play Destiny so um, I know you, you, you said you jumped in on two yeah, I jumped on too. My nephew, who's my oldest nephew, is sixteen. Oh, about to be sixteen. Um, he tried getting on Destiny One on Xbox, and I didn't do it. Okay. Um, but uh, when you, you guys said, right, "Just play it with us, try it out," so I did. Mm-hmm. And I 
was really shocked at. I was like, why didn't I play Destiny One? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't miss any Destiny Two. You're fine with. Yeah. You're not missing much. Yeah. Um, um, maybe some different zones. I <laughs> like one. <laughs> everybody apparently everybody loves Ghost. I didn't know um, if or, you can Google it in the original Destiny. Um, it, it came with this. There's also you actually might like this. The original Destiny came with this, Ooh. which is an old like journal booklet that has a lot of. Um, there's a section in here called Arms and Armaments, so it actually has different like drawings and stuff, custom stuff from um, the original Destiny. This is all. Oh, these are machine guns back when they had in the game, and then other like postcards and stuff. You can take definitely take a look at that. Uh, is this? I'll actually bring this up. This is not Destiny related, but this is Halo related. I have one of those. You have this one? I think so. This is from Halo Reach? Yes, it is. I have it. This I bought it, I bought is, it from a friend. Um, came with a collector's edition for that. It's like one of the little booklets um, yep. from um, Catherine Halsey. It's her journal. So it has all this detailed stuff here. I don't know if uh, people in chat can't see it. There you go. Yeah, I bought all this stuff in here from her journal. I originally got reached for free from a friend, and a friend of mine was selling his uh, collector's edition, so I bought it off the Yeah, <laughs> dude. That's great. Do it. I, I really like this. But that's very cool as well. Yeah. I, I gave him 20 bucks and uh, some uh, Fitz's PC. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Trade. Trade for trade. Um, but yeah, no, it's really cool. Uh, I love my ghost. Uh, that's badass though, Cam. Jealous of that one. <laughs> it is. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I, I loved it. If you could find it, you might still be able to buy it. Um, the last one. Baby bump person. The man hasn't lived Destiny yet. You haven't lived Destiny yet. Um, one more Gamescast in chat says, oh man, he never got to experience Atheon and baby bumpers. That man hasn't lived Destiny yet. Here, I'm going to find out the, um, the true OG Destiny players out there. Who remembers the loot cave? Let me know that it um the loot yeah one more games cast he's there at the loot cave so in the original Destiny okay. it was you remember when we played Anthem how hard it was like to get loot yeah. like drops were garbage yeah horrible Destiny had that problem too at the beginning really yeah at the original Destiny one back in 2013 2014 so what they what happened was people found this exploit in um, on Earth there was this cave where enemies would spawn. Basically what pe this is how people had to have fun in this game. People would sit here and camp the cave. Mm -hmm. So they would just wait as enemies spawn, pick them off in the cave. And then after it, it was a huge wave of enemies, like hive at once they were dead, you would fly over, collect whatever loot you could then fly back and just kill them. That was, that was the game loop. You didn't do any strikes. You didn't do anything else. Other missions are in the world. You basically sat in front of the cave and just, popped and Sounds waited boring. until you got like uh legendaries and exotics and took them sounds boring <laughs> <laughs> it was the one more games cast says it was destiny's version of a strip club in grand for, in grams for days uh, i have this other one about the uh money for something that flashed on the screen that says operator standby so i can call um, it by this <laughs> call about some of that sweet loot do what what, what that um like that one streamer that blew up uh, Paladin Amber. Oh yeah! Like do the do the camera switches like for only only three payments of nineteen ninety five. You too can own here of oh, this lovely ghost. Blah blah blah. Uh, that would be cool. It would be super cool. But no, it 
it was the Luke Cave was cool, and there were those cool moments like that. But Destiny has come a long way since Destiny Two. Yeah. Um, you you're a new Destiny player. What's been your favorite part of Destiny so far? The uh, voice acting and the dialogue up until Forsaken. <laughs> <laughs> wow, burn. Because, I mean, the person that yeah. I liked. Yeah. I won't spoil it for anybody that hasn't played it, but. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my number, my number two, guilty pleasure game. Let's get back on track here. Uh, my number two is a game. It's funny that Rurutu brought up Final Fantasy, yeah, because I have a Final Fantasy game on here that is my guilty pleasure. That traditionally isn't looked very positively on. It's not bad. It's not looked very positively on. I absolutely love the game, Final Fantasy Thirteen. One of the big... So, for people who know, Final Fantasy thirteen. it's the one with the lightning and the sword. Not eight. With the gun, gun blade. No gun blade, just a sword. But it was a gun. So, I can kind of see how you get confused between <laughs> eight and thirteen because of the gun blade. I digress. It's the girl who has the gun blade. There you go. Um, one of the big things about Final Fantasy thirteen that a lot of people panned it and hit it hard for was that... Um, have you played a Final Fantasy game ever? Well... Okay. Uh, Tactics? Okay. Final Fantasy mainline games traditionally have been very large open games. Like, yeah. you can go... It's a huge RPG. You go do all these different things. Final Fantasy thirteen changed that a lot because it was very linear. So, for basically 90% of the game, you yeah. went down this one path. Like, you were these yeah. characters and you leveled them up up until the end. When you got to the end, the world opened up. And you could do all these missions and quests and stuff, but they were normally when you expected at the beginning, you had to wait till the end for that. Um, uh, Rurutu says lightning is still bay. She is. She's awesome. Um, but that was its huge. That a lot of people hit that game hard for. Especially now that I've I'm older, like in looking looking back on that, I actually liked that. Okay. I liked the linearity because it. And this, for me, this is an age thing. I liked the game beforehand when I was playing it. Um, and I'll get to the reasons why in a second. But like now, the fact that I'm older and all these new games are coming out, all these games I want to play, it's really hard for me to focus on like time. Uh, it took me a month to beat Persona 5. And I say that, people are like, oh, that seems like a reasonable time to put into a 100-hour RPG. But that was like, I would come home every night and played on my TV in the living room. I played it enough that my wife, Whitney, she knows the music to the game. Like, I could play it in my car. She's like, oh, that's from the game Persona. <laughs> like, like, yeah, sure, yeah, sweetie. Like, got her, I got you. Uh, my, game, my wife is not a gamer in any sense of the no. word. <laughs> um, but, like, it, the fact that it was linear, really, like, I didn't have to worry about side quests and stuff. I could just go through the main part, and then when I got near the end, that's when I could work on all the stuff to do. And I, I, I love the story. The reason I love the game, even when it came out, like, the story, the characters, the graphics, it was one of the first... It was the... For 11, 12? It was the first Final Fantasy in HD, like, 1080p. 
Oh wow! Because it came out on the 360 and the on um, PlayStation yeah. 3. Um, Final Fantasy 12 came out on the PS2, so wasn't HD yet. But uh, this is the like the models and everything looked great. I enjoyed the story and how the uh, the uh, battle system was really awesome. Uh, but I, I I really enjoyed that game. A lot of people paying that game and they're like, oh, this game was horrible. And the big reason, like Rurutu said, it was too linear. But I really enjoyed. Also, oh, Snow is Bay. I, I I I really really enjoyed. <laughs> Yeah, what? Well, Snow is also Bay too. Snow's, Snow's cool. Snow's dope. Um, Rutu says F- Final Fantasy VI was linear too. To you get to the um, you get the world was destroyed. Okay, yeah. I mean, I haven't even played Final F- Fantasy VI yet. I want to because I've heard that's a really good game. Like they, that, that's on a lot of people's top list of best Final Fantasies ever. Um, and yeah, it was bearded. Be it was very interesting. Like how they it's. I say linear like it's a bad thing, but like it's just you follow the story. You were in the you were in the seat for the story. You went through the story. You had your battles. Like it wasn't like here's a battle, here's the battle. It was like you would get to this area, you could sneak around the area or do whatever you needed to to fight whoever you wanted to fight. <laughs> but it wasn't like open like I can go to this zone, then this zone, then this zone. You had to wait till the end to do that. There. Which I mean, I would probably be fine with because I mean that's one thing that kind of bugs me about some of the RPG games nowadays is like they make them so the world's so big it's like there's sometimes too much then you get overwhelmed yep The Witcher I Witcher, can see people saying Skyrim. that Skyrim Persona 5 yeah yeah, I can see that um, Fallen Monk D20 says I feel the first two were a bit rough good but rough but part 3 Lightning Returns that was the killer game I wanted to play that I haven't had a chance to play part 3 um, on there uh, Baruchu says Final Fantasy VI was my first Final Fantasy game. Wow. Okay, uh, seven was mine. That's probably why I hold it in such high esteem. Uh, that was a fun. Um, Kefka is still like the top three Final Fantasy villains. Play it. Okay, fine. I, I got to play thirteen. Uh, Lightning Returns. I ha- I own it. I do own it. I just haven't played it. It's on. It's on Steam. I'm over here just having to play Tactics and like one other Game Boy game on it. You want to? Which Tactics was it? The PlayStation One version. Was it on like Game Boy? Game Boy Advance? Yeah. Oh, okay. We're going to talk about this. Dude, Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. Yep. For, dude, that game, woo! That probably, it's on my list of top uh, favorite games of all time. I played that game to death. I had the clamshell SP okay. sitting in the car everywhere we went, had it in my pocket at school, on trips, flipped it out with the backlight, and played some the hell out of Tactics Advance. Yep. I had the uh, the purple advance. Okay. Yep. So I had that and I played it. And I played one other Final Fantasy on Game Boy. I don't remember much about it. No, they did have... That was back when Square Squaresoft and, Dis- and Nintendo had like deals. Yeah. So some older Final Fantasy games did show up on Nintendo yep. systems. Back and the, the, I've looked through a few of the games of, of some on Twitch and stuff like that with people playing it. I can't figure out which one it was I played. But I know I played one of them. <laughs> you played one of them. Um, I want to figure out which one it was, though. <laughs> play, uh, uh, Rurutu says, I played the hell out of Final Fantasy Tactics on PS1, which is also, I started playing that when they remastered that. Uh, Fallen Monk D20 says, like, I have someone who has played every Final Fantasy game in the mainline except 5 and 6, along with a lot of the side games, and Lightning Returns is one of my favorite. Wow. That's a... 
<laughs> That's a pretty strong recommendation there from Fallen, yeah. Fallen Monkey 20. Okay, enough of the Final Fantasy train. That's number two. So we get to number three. Yep. And it's very interesting because we both ended up with the same number three. Yeah. And I think it, it it's a guilty pleasure game to go, especially for us in our age range. I can definitely see this. What's number three for both of us? So this is my one game that falls under the... Uh, where people may find upon it or may not be positive upbeat when we played it is Pokemon. Pokemon, man. <laughs> I've actually restarted uh, Let's Go in the last week or two <laughs> on stream. I what are, what are some of your memories of Pokemon? I started out with Pokemon Red. Okay, that was I got actually got a Game Boy uh, Black and White, the Black and White so Game the Boy, original one, the original one. And Pokemon Red as a Christmas present for my cousin when I was like seven. Wow. Okay. Uh, and that was my introduction to Game Boy and Pokemon. Open the door. Yeah, open the door with Pokemon. I so much time into that. Uh, <laughs> so much time. Oh, how many times I beat it and restarted the game? Because um, that was obviously before they uh, threw stuff behind paywalls. Oh, but it's. Uh, Look at you, Nintendo and Mew. <laughs> oh, snap, man. Uh, I'm with you on that one. I'm with you on that one. Yeah, so uh, start out with that. Eventually got gold. Yes, gold. Um, trade it with a family member by marriage, whatever. Uh-huh. Had a family get together. We, we traded my gold for his silver. Okay. Because okay. I'd already played gold and I wanted to try for silver. silver. But it's a similar game, but there's some distinction. Pokemon, you can't. So I wanted to go to and play, and play that. And I also played my cousin's yellow. Okay. Yellow. Yeah, dude. Oh, yellow. Especially with like the Pokemon show, yellow was my jam. Yep. I loved yellow. So uh, I, I loved yellow. And I, I also watched the Pokemon show. Um, I of watched yeah. all the kids do. Yeah, I watched it all the way through Elite Four and a little bit of the. Uh, not in a go, but the one after it. Orange? No, the one where it's uh, second generation. Oh, um, Johto. Johto. Watch some of that too. As far as I watched it. And I technically saw, own some of the on Amazon. Good, good. I want to be the very best. Like no one ever was. But uh, do, as far as, do, do. as far as games, sorry. Uh, as far as games, uh, that was it until Let's Go test. Pikachu. Okay. Um... Really? So really? you never played any other? Dude, okay. I didn't have any of the consoles that it was on up oh, until then. Oh, because it was always on the handhelds. Yeah, it was always on handhelds, and I came from a low-income family. That's so we couldn't afford it. I had... I pl- started with Blue. My neighbor and I, really one of my best friends, we got him together. He got red, I got blue. Nice. And so we had the link cables, and we were trading back and forth. I had... Blue, I've, I've played red and blue, gold and silver. I think the only, I didn't play ruby and sapphire um, because I missed out on that boat. But like, other than that, I'm almost certain that I've played every generation of Pokemon yeah. up till today. The exception, the Pokemon Let's Go series I hadn't played. Just because I was like, I'm waiting until the next, until Sword and Shield get here. Which one are you getting to that? Shield. Sword, you trade, yeah. That's and why I got it because everybody was pushing a shield, so I was like, I'll get sword because they're gonna be exclusive to each one. We can trade, 
Exactly. And now with the power of the internet, we can actually trade over the internet. Yeah, I, I can I, be at I home. Did, I did that with Amy the other day. <laughs> when I start my new game, I was like, hey, let's trade my me real quick. When we start a new game, we can trade back. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Save it. Um, uh, did Pokemon Bank work for that? I don't know. I don't know if it still does. I'm, I have to see if I'm still paying for Pokemon Bank. I've had it. So. It was, Pokemon Bank's like for $4 a year or something like that. It's oh, wow. some very inexpensive. But you can store all your Pokemon from all your games up there. Okay. Into a bank system. That's cool. Um, um, quick note, we have a member of the True Fam in chat. Matt Sense. Matt, Matt Sense is from the True Fam. Hashtag True Fam. What's up, dude? How are you doing this lovely, lovely evening? I um, Max is the guy who was looking for streams yep. that are podcasts. not, that are like podcast talk shows. So I'm glad you came on over um, to hang out with us here on the Rocket Punch cast. Thank you, sir. Or swinging by goofing off with us. Thank you, better be. Again, I didn't know that was a... <laughs> <laughs> I have to go look at the... Thank you, bearded be. I have to look at the commands. I mean, I I, I tell them to make some of these. I should know what. <laughs> One day, I'm just going to have... Everybody who's watching, I'm just going to have like a piece of paper like right here. And it's going to be all the commands. <laughs> and I'll be like, okay, let's go to our Discord chat. Now. Here <laughs> We're going to just type them in. And I'm not going to have to think about them again. Uh, there. <laughs> Um, but, uh, no, glad to have, uh, of course, more members of the True Game family here. Um, but, uh, Pokemon, Pokemon's just, that has a special place in my heart. Like, I, Pokemon was a big game when I was a kid. I played it on the bus, traded with friends, played it with my, especially with my, my neighbor, my best friend. We had the, I remember going through the link cables. I remember when they, you could do them wirelessly through the IR reader. Um, they started doing that. Um, Pokemon is just a, a great game. And unfortunately, it's now where we are now at the age that if I were to sit out in public and pull out my 3DS oh. XL and start firing up Pokemon, I might get some weird looks like, what are you, how so, old are you? So speaking of public, I just, you just remind me, I also have Pokemon Go. Yeah, see? Yeah. And, and, and Pokemon... And I get weird lists of that all the time. Oh, really? <laughs> get out of the way. I got to catch the Bulbasaur in the, in the bushes. Move. Oh, God. I'm going to bring my wall. <laughs> but uh, Pokemon, Pokemon Go is cool and it actually serves a great purpose, too. Yeah. It's got like health benefits and whatnot there. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's just, um, one more game cast says anything you put on the teleprompter, he reads. Not everything. <laughs> but some stuff I do curate when I read through here. Thank you very much, sir. Um, but no, Pokemon's really good. It's got a special place in my heart, and I don't. I I know for a fact, me personally, it doesn't matter how old I will get. I will play Pokemon. I will be sixty or seventy years old. I'll be playing some. Gotta catch them all. <laughs> Every time I stream anything with Pokemon, I always put that in my my go live. But Jump Palace is going to catch them all. That's right. You, you have to. That's that's the goal, right? You got to be the the, the champion. I mean, I mean, that's the goal of you playing it. So I mean, you have to be the very best, like yeah. no one ever was, <laughs> because to catch them is your real test, Beard and to train them is your cause. <laughs> yeah, the beer to be in Twitch is same. Like we're gonna be right there. Like I'm, I, I'm never gonna give Pokemon up. Nope. Ever. Um, there, so that's a good one. Um, any other final? Just like any more? Or? Any more? Any honorable mentions? I mentioned a couple. Final Fantasy X2, No Man's Sky, I think are good ones for me. Um, 
So I haven't played it much lately, and um, but I did get into it for a little bit though, and this is very much a people hate this one. Fallout seventy six. Oh, that would ooh, yeah, that would have been a good one. Um, uh, I've been I actually was talking to Amy the other day. We we're both talking about getting back into it. They've had some issues lately with some updates. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Um, like where you eat and the game crashes <laughs> when you eat. Hmm. <laughs> So you can't eat, and then you die. <laughs> hmm, that's that's a problem. Um, that's interesting. Uh, I didn't. Um, yeah, I didn't know about that one. I don't play Fallout, so I've I, I've I've learned to accept that I'm just not. It's gonna be very hard to get me into a Fallout game. So I've played. I started Fallout Four like three times and never got past. The really? Beginning. But you play Fallout seventy six? Yeah. That's well, that was my intro uh, to it, and I just haven't sat down long enough to really get into Fallout Four. Gotcha. But Fallout 76, I'm level... I'm not that far into 76. I'm like level 20 or so. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, it, it's, it's a lot of fun. Anyone else? Anything else? Not that comes to mind at the moment. Those Pokemon and Fallout's probably the... 76 is probably the big two, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, Pokemon. Can't wait for Thorn Shield. Yep. Cannot wait, man. I'm super excited. Um... <clears throat> But with that, guys, that is it for episode 149 of the Rocket Punch Cast. Um, everybody, if you're tuning into Twitch, don't go anywhere. Um, we're going to raid some people here in just a minute. Uh, General Palace is going to find us somebody to raid real fast as I'm wrapping up the show here. You know and, I always have people yeah, on Oh, yeah. You, you, you do. You do. I try and do that, too. Um, thank you guys so much for joining us. Thanks to uh, Tyler, a.k.a. General Palace, um, for joining us on the stream tonight uh, to kind of hang out while will is out taking care of his mom um there make sure if you guys haven't had a chance to go follow his twitch channel um general palace on twitch we put it i remembered the command this time bearded b so what what to cam um (laughs) that is in the twitch chat there and we'll put his uh twitch link in our show notes as well since he's guest this evening um before we wrap up the show, though, I do want to give, um, oh, Max Sense, he, he says, I will definitely be back on the show in the future. Thank you, sir. Make sure you follow the channel so that way you'll know when we go live every Sunday and throughout the week, too, because we're cool. Um, let's, let's take a moment. This is very important. I want everybody to take a moment and give a round of applause technology slash wow slash our internet service provider because we didn't have a disconnect on the stream tonight give it up for the internet everything's working woo um no i it was green the whole time i was super happy so yeah so um no guys but thank you so much as always for joining us here we really appreciate uh, your guys' support um (laughs) one more one more game cast says sub bombs the isp (laughs) Don't jinx it. We're almost done. Um, uh, but thank you guys, of course, for joining us. Remember, rocketpunchco.com is the place you want to go to find all of the content and stuff that we do here at Rocket Punch. Um, be on the lookout this week. Um, I've got a couple of days off, so definitely going to be working on some how our content and stuff is going to roll through, not only for the um, September, but also some of the events and things that we've got planned moving forward for the rest of 2019. Uh, so definitely stay tuned to be on the lookout for our content over at rockpunchco.com and all of our sister sites like your Twitch, YouTube, and your podcast service, wherever you listen to that there. Um, other than that, if you're watching via Twitch, we're going to raid. Who are we raiding today? JMO. Oh, we're going to uh, JMO streaming? Yeah. 
Oh, snap. We're raiding some J-Mo. He's playing some wild classic. We're going to raid our good community friend J-Mo here. So get ready for that. But other than that, guys, thank you so much for joining us. If you're watching on Twitch, get your rocket punch emotes ready so we can go raid him. Everybody else listening, thank you, thank you, thank you. We'll see you next week.